Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well spoken. Well said, Robin. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I am so excited for this episode where Zach and Danny share all about the challenges that they've experienced living in Papua New Guinea. Um, It was such a good conversation. And if you missed part one, where Zach and Danny shared about how God called them to the mission field, uh, what they're doing there, all the fun things about Papua New Guinea. It was such a good episode. So definitely go back and listen to that one. But meanwhile, I'm so excited for you to be here to listen to this episode. It will be such a fun conversation. I don't know about the people listening, but to me, it sounds like not everything you've said, but a lot of what you've said, it just like makes being a missionary and being in Papua New Guinea just like so amazing and so beautiful and just like, I want to go. But I know that's not you know exactly how it is so can you talk about like some of the challenges that you've experienced while being there it's not all perfect mm-hmm. both of us perfect. nodding our heads yeah like, yeah yes. <laughs> there are a number of them <laughs> yeah so i think the biggest one for us and the one that we tell people a lot just because like we've we've spoken about that we we are are comfortable over there and we are really blessed to to have a lot of comforts of home and you know like Danny's cooking for one you know it's something that I get to enjoy but for us is being able to get out and about and to be able to to do things and um, to see things and because that's one thing uh, like in our relationship that we really value is our our time together so like going to a coffee shop and just chill in there you know or going to the beach and just being like, able to hop in the car in general yeah being able to hop in the car somewhere. in general because because where we live is right on the coast and there's one road and any other road that you take is probably going to be on dirt or it's going to be you know taking you off towards uh, a different town in a different uh, village or whatever so we have the one road to town and there's like a handful of different restaurants yeah and we go on uh, Friday evenings every other week, and that's as about as a team. Yeah. Yeah. So we get, so we get groceries like every other week. So that's about it. Oh, wow. And then for you, sometimes you leave to go to the hardware store or something. But it really mm-hmm. is like I. It, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. It's just unique to you know our no. compared to our. Normal. But she asked so. Yeah. Our lifestyle. <laughs> but like we. I looked at, because I'm thinking compared to some of our bush co-workers who, like, yeah. stay in the bush for extended periods of time and it's even more isolated. Like, in the 10 months we lived in Papua New Guinea so far, I think a week and a half total was spent off of base. Like, we had traveled to a different part of Papua New Guinea well, that's... twice and then oh, a yeah. couple days in town. And that was it. And then the bush trip. Well, no, that's including the bush trip. Oh, okay. So, like, well, maybe you have a couple extra days. Uh, But, like, a week and a half total, every other day was spent sleeping on campus. Yes, there were many trips into town. um, But just, like, you know, you live in this... I don't want to say it's a compound, because it's definitely not that. But it's a big gated It's like It's like several acres, and uh, it's 
uh, spread spread throughout of, of missionary housing. But we don't leave there because it's not like we. I mean, we could go walk into like the local village and stuff, but there isn't a ton of time or opportunity to do that. And so we spend a lot of our time in one place. And so I think that was a hard and and it comes in different times, like where this is it's more challenging than others is that sometimes it feels very isolating. Like we can't get out or like go do something. And I think an adjustment for sure for us, because we do love just hopping in the car and going somewhere and having our own little adventure where now we're in this place that we are, you know, we're kind of stuck. And we knew that going into it. And we had talked a lot about it, which I'm thankful because it didn't completely catch us off guard, Mm -hmm. but just like, okay, how do we make, this space and and being here a lot how do we enjoy this um and then just you know i think having a smaller community too like that has its own challenges and our own small team um really great but there are challenges with that too and you know you're in this little place and you're kind of on you know available to the students at any time and our houses are all close together and Uh, Our windows are very, like, wide open. Sometimes we joke we're in a fishbowl. They're challenging things. But I think I will say put a a nice little bow on it because this is what we come back to every time. Like, there are so many of those challenges, uh, and we feel them, like, really hard sometimes, and other times it's like, this is okay. Um, But we have felt so much, like, satisfaction and contentment in the Lord and all of that. Like he has continued to just sustain us in even those moments where we're like, okay, this is hard not being able to just hop in the car and leave or go to town and, you know, have that freedom to go different places. We see the same view and the same little walkway, very routine every single day. And it's a beautiful place to live, but sometimes it's nice to have a change of scenery. Um, but we've been so blessed to be able to share that with people of like, you know, it's hard and being away from family is hard and all of those things. Um, but just always going back to like, wow, he's really sustained us. He's really kept us uh, content even despite, you know, that's, these are all firsts for us. Yeah. yeah. Being there and experiencing that all for the first time. So, yeah, I think probably um, we would, and we have when we've talked to more people, it's like, we surprise everyone that our our first answer isn't that we we miss our family and you know we miss our 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 home and and our comforts and stuff because of that that peace you know because we really do miss our family but we don't wake up every day and like dread you know the day or you know grumble because i miss you know miss my family i miss you know my friends and you didn't miss us that much but, yeah, but it's like but it's, but it's we but we did yeah and it was just like the the lord gave us such a peace yeah. you know and obviously we we're, know we're supposed to be there so yeah it's and hard to argue with that yeah and <laughs> we were we were we were blessed with to be able to facetime and to be able to call and to be able to really stay in contact because we're we're not in the middle of the jungle so we have we're able to get service to to reach them you know yeah. and so we were so that was a challenge not seeing them and interacting because we are such family oriented people that it was that was a challenge but it was also 
the Lord really sustained us. Mm-hmm. How has being in Papua New Guinea changed or impacted your faith? Hmm. I think it goes, it definitely goes back to my immediate thought is just like, he's, he's so generous and he's so good, but God, I didn't say God. <laughs> Sorry. God is so generous and God is so good. And just, he really does sustain us. And um, I think I've seen that in other elements of my life and I know you have too Zach mm-hmm. but um it's re- it's been really cool you know when all of our conveniences or all of our norms of life here in America have essentially been stripped away and we've moved across the world to a different place and there is a lot of time to just kind of sit and reflect on like what is he doing and and what do we think about this and how do we feel about that and how does that compare to what we've done in the past um and I've just, I feel like there's been so many areas, but that in particular has just been really cool to like very evidently see like he sustains us in all of the different seasons we've been through. You know, this was his plan all along, even though we had no idea, especially after getting married, that this <laughs> yeah. is what we'd be doing. Yeah. And it's like, if, if he, if it's his will, he's going to provide a way and he's going to make it clear. Um, so yeah, it's been cool to to work through that and think through yeah and build the more trust in him yeah uh yeah i think for for me definitely um is being pushed out of our our comfort zone is just another um another way that like we take our or 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 me like take my relationship with the lord more as my own you know so it's like when you're not in the community that you're used to when you're not around your family that you're used to it's like it it uh is just more and more things that help you be more uh dependent on him you know and and build your own relationship with the lord and it's like you have to work for it more Mm -hmm. you know when you are pushed out of your comfort zone you you could um sit back and say you know, my, the veteran missionaries I work with are doing really well and they do have a Bible class in the morning. Um, so, you know, I don't have to start a Bible study, you know, but, you know, but I should, you know, because I'm, I'm similar age to the students we work with. And, uh, I have had many different life experience, the experiences than they have, have had. So it's like, I don't, you know, I don't have to, I could just be you go go chill for the evening with Danny, but but maybe I should start a Bible study. Maybe I should read this book with them. So things like that, I think for me is like the the Lord has grown me to step out of my comfort zone and you know rely on Him with yeah. with those different things. I also wanted to add. I feel like in the students, um, it's revealed to me so many more things about who God is and just even in their faith um, has made me convicted of my own faith. Mm. Like, you know, we're talking about how they do things differently. And, and part of that that I forgot to mention was like, I use it as an example because, you know, I think we all know here it's very easy to ask somebody like, oh, tell me your testimony or share that with me. And it's more comfortable. I mean, it's still hard to sometimes share, but it's more comfortable to be asked that question or more familiar we're in Papua New Guinea it's not something that they think about as much or share as much so 
you know, sometimes you'll ask, we'll ask our students who we know are believers, you know, like, what's your testimony? And like, I think for us, it's like, oh, maybe, you know, something in your, in your home that your parents taught you, or uh, it was in Awanas or, you know, at a camp, so many different things for them, like, especially coming from the bush and like their family is first generation believers for that place. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool just to see like the unique ways God's revealed himself to, to them and to hear how they share about it. And then to see how passionate they get about going back to their place and sharing and getting involved in the church or the way that they're curious about scripture and what does this mean? Or if I'm struggling with this, how do I, where do I go? Where do I read about it? And it's, I, I think it's really helped us to just be like, wow, they have such a curiosity and they have such a passion and it, it puts it into perspective of like, uh, having that, that childlike faith, you Mm -hmm. know, that, um, is very clear in them and makes me think like, I, I want to have that. I want to continue to have that curiosity and not be complacent and, in my own faith how do i how do i have that curiosity and continue to ask the question just like them because they're learning it all for the first time i don't want to take that for granted because we get so used to hearing those things or that same scripture over and over again but for them it's like it continues to be new and fresh and exciting and they're continuing to learn different things through it so yeah yeah. there was somebody that my dad like they were missionaries and my dad like followed them like their email blog thing and there was an email that he got that like said that they were going to be leaving the mission field because they had gotten a divorce like the couple had gotten a divorce and that's something that I definitely don't think about with like couples that are missionaries is like marriage is like marriage is hard and like being away from like family and the church is really challenging so how has um being away challenged your marriage and impacted your marriage especially since um you went um when you were like such newlyweds newlyweds yeah 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 Yeah, so a lot of people were like really surprised Mm -hmm. that um like you just got married (laughs) yeah we haven't we haven't met too many uh like fellow newlyweds you know while we were there or um when we were getting ready to leave you know for the mission field field. yeah yeah so um it's not very common but i think for us we it's just another one of those things that that we see the lord's hand in um leading up to the mission field because um like my my dad had told me i think it was uh a year yeah it was like when we were already a year into marriage he's like he's like you know you've spent uh more time with your wife in a year than some newlyweds you know take or just marry well he said like people who who have been married for four years because we work together we you know we do all of our like activities and hobbies and and stuff together we very much overlap yeah yeah we we're just together all uh, all the time and so when we moved to the mission field and were then 
place. Very isolated. <laughs> yeah, like she was saying, isolated and and just the we are each other's people, you know, because um, we didn't choose our our coworkers, and maybe our coworkers, um, you know, don't necessarily have similar things in common. So they're not like people that we're always hanging out with, you know. So we are the people that we're going to hang out with. The Lord has blessed us to enjoy that and and like we don't get tired of that and obviously we've only we're only on our third year of marriage so um you know we it's still new but i think that that is something that the lord blessed us with beforehand is that doing serving together working together and and being with with each other for 24 7 you know all the time it wasn't unusual so i could imagine when if if uh um, a couple that has been married for a handful of years or even if is newly married and in, in, the, in their dating life and then into married life did a lot of different things together or not together mm-hmm. and had um, jobs where they're you know pulled away from from nine to five and they only spend the mornings or the evenings you know that wasn't the case for us you know yeah. I think too like it sounds really cliche but we genuinely are best friends like we we were good friends before we ever started dating and then you know you continue to of course when you marry somebody you're choosing to spend your life with them so yeah. you hopefully are your they're your best <laughs> yeah, friend but I think we for. I feel like in a, in some ways we take it to another level because we just really we've been dating since we were uh, 16 and 17 and so I feel like we've grown up kind of together and have a lot of our lives and career and now mission field has been evolving and shaped together that we just have shared a lot of seasons and so we just really are genuinely best friends and love spending time together so that's like the fun exciting part of like you know doing this side of it in marriage um but also i think i mentioned before because we and like he said we're always together and um you know, we have a lot of opportunity to just, like, sit and reflect and talk about things. It's, we, it's hard, but, like, I think we've had to, or have enjoyed, and I know we'll continue to do that, is just, like, so what do you think about this? And, like, what about that? And how do we see this going? And maybe that's not the same type of conversations a couple who's been married for two years would maybe have, that now, as life is in a whole different perspective, that we are having um which is both challenging and both really good so it just opened up a different side of it that i don't think we maybe would have touched on if we were living here the body of christ the church body is so important so how has being away from like the church that you've grown up in the church that you know you have friends and um family there how has that affected you personally and then also your marriage i think ma- marriage is an is an easy one to to cover because it's like we don't have a, a large community like we would here mm-hmm. like at home we have such a large community that's like intentionally you know seeking us out to help us with in our marriage and encourage us in different aspects of of marriage and we have so many people that are good examples of of uh, godly marriage you know here at home and so in the mission field we we are really blessed to have a church you know um, we have our senior missionaries you know lead lead a service 
and invite the local village people and and we do a service with students and um, yeah we have we so we do have a community but it just looks a lot different because yeah. there's it's a lot more of an outreach as opposed to a, a bunch of disciples you know yeah. where our where our church is you know we're have a bunch of disciples who are growing to then go out where this is more like we're still doing more outreach um, so I think that goes hand in hand with helping build our marriage and helping build us as as individuals where we're doing a lot more pouring out than getting poured into yeah I don't know if this answers the question or not but it just made me think too is like I think the community and the couples and the support that we come from here has completely um like I feel like it has enabled us to do the work that we're able to do yeah as much as it's challenging to be away I feel like we are able to be there and continue to serve and be comfortable there and um all of that because we have so much support on this side and we stay so connected that yeah our I think our coworkers have said before like you guys are really close to your family or you know like you guys just seem really at peace with being here and we like we are and we just feel so much support from this side uh, encouragement to continue to do the work that um, it makes it that like even when we decided to stay longer than the original commitment was a year and now we're going back that even when we had to have that conversation and say hey we've decided to stay longer even though you've anticipated us coming home yeah. and being and them all you know being very encouraging and saying like we kind of anticipated that like we kind of figured that that was going to be the case and we're so yeah. excited that that is the case for you guys that it made us feel like okay now we can you know go back and not feel it's hard you sometimes feel like you're being selfish even yeah. though that's it we're serving the lord like mm -hmm. it's like you know you want to be their family and they want you here um it's this hard pull but anyways i don't know if that was part yeah. of that question but it made me think too yeah, yeah. Like the community there but also our community here how do they yeah. both we're like we don't we don't get to to reap the benefits of it being in person and, and having the the small groups the one-on-ones the 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 sermons that that the our pastor does you know week in and week out um so that is challenging you know yeah. for our for me for my personal walk or, and i'm assuming for for yeah. Danny, danny's as well but but we are blessed to have still have a community in png um which we didn't know going into it that we would so we were we were concerned but the lord is blessed i'm sure that would have been a lot more challenging if you didn't have like people who were supporting you here you know to make the decision to go and then the decision to stay yeah yeah, yeah. And i think that unfortunately there are people that we have worked with and i'm sure obviously more than that that don't always have that support on yeah. the other side and i can't even imagine not having the support that we do because it would be this like pull on your heart in both yeah. directions like knowing that this is good and it's for his kingdom but also of course like that that desire to to please our families and to mm -hmm. and be with them um so yeah yeah and it's like we talked about earlier it's like when you we do have that community that's all encouraging and, and affirming us it it makes you know that that's what the lord has for you because yeah. because everybody else is you know feels the same thing so yeah it's cool yeah. you even know how to answer this question but uh as of right now, of course, plans are, you know, up to the Lord. Yeah. Um, but how 
do you anticipate your lives looking going forward? How long are you planning to stay in PNG? You know, all that. Yeah. 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 You and uh, everybody else <laughs> else wants to know. That's the question. Yeah. Because a lot of missionaries, they like go long term, you know, like they're planning yeah. to, like to live their lives there. But it doesn't right. sound like that's right. sound like that. Yeah, our situation's a little different because we work at a school and just like a normal school they have a, a break mm-hmm. in the year and so, you know, compared to like church plant or translation workers, uh Non-stop. they they are committing to maybe going for three years and then they'll come home on a furlough. It just depends on their mm-hmm. commitment because they're doing translation and trying to build those relationships and that takes a very long time. Yeah. So it's very common for them to go for a few year chunk and then come home for a few month chunk. Um, but for us, because we are at a school and because they have to take breaks, um, we have a little bit more flexibility to, you know, come home, mm-hmm. though it's challenging yeah. <laughs> to come yeah. home and expensive. <laughs> yeah. And and I think for us, um, just with the uh, the uniqueness of the roles that we got into, you know, like w- initially, like we were talking about when when we got asked to come over to P&G and and do what we're doing now it was they asked for a year commitment and that's what we had had talked with them and had you know landed on was like okay because we're newly married because we're this is first time mission work um like first time into a really foreign country for myself it was like okay do the year and then assess from there and so when we got into it it was um going going back wasn't something that we had planned on something that we knew that could be a potential but it was never the plan so when we when we got there and we're doing the work that we were doing it was like okay this is a a role that needs fulfilling and isn't being fulfilled by anybody else and um like and it was on our hearts pretty pretty instantly that that this would be something that we would feel like seeing ourselves return to. And so at this point, we're going back, but we are still taking it year by year and not uh, jumping into a, a full-time life indefinitely type commitment like other missionaries do, just because that's also what the Lord has put on our hearts is like that it hasn't been like a do this forever type of, of yeah. feeling and yeah. type of of commitment that we have felt uh, uh, led to do or felt yeah. a, a piece about. Um, and so we're just, you know, daily and weekly and monthly and, and yearly at this point, trusting him and seeing and prayer and conversation yeah, and, and seeing, yeah. okay, we're going to go back for another year. What does it look like after that? And we get asked a lot, you know, what's like you're saying, yeah. Uh, what's the future and then we get asked like what's your five-year plan and what's you know but (laughs) but and and what we wrestle with and what we like know to be true and pray a lot about is like you know the lord's you don't know we don't know the the day or the hour when the lord's coming back and so we're we're trying not to hold anything too too close and plan too far ahead because we don't know what what's what the what the future holds and so but we are excited to to be doing what we're doing and wherever it may be you know in just the same way that we had no idea that we would end up in Papua New Guinea and that in a matter of an email 
we suddenly were going or at least thought we were going and now mm-hmm. we know that to be true is that like things can change so fast and for us feeling really content and really at peace with our decision to continue to serve there we feel great about that for the coming year and kind of see it as like a a year commitment only just so that we can be there for an entire school, school year, year. Um, versus like oh yeah we'll stay for a year and a half like it's a little harder to make cutoffs like that but yeah just trusting that he'll continue to you know reveal that to us and it was very early on that we felt like we'll, we would stay for another year knowing we'd come back no matter what but we talk about it probably weekly just like what does this look like for us you know and you know we do want to start a family eventually so what does that look like you know coming home and mm-hmm. do we have kids here and then maybe down the line take kids back to Papua New Guinea because it's hard once you've been to a place and you've immersed yourself in that culture mm-hmm. and you see that need I can already feel that for us of you know coming here and being here longer term not just for a visit is now wrestling with but we've been on the other side of it like now we want to go back and yeah. so I don't know like it could be that we come home for a little bit and then return or there's so many so many options and so many combinations of things that we could do um I definitely think though long term it's opened our minds to what ministry and what missions can look like both abroad and here for us yeah. um but yeah trying not too hard as much as people don't love that answer because they want to know are you coming back in five years you come back in a year uh we're just we're just gonna continue to do what feels right and what feels like is honoring to his plan for us so yeah you do come back when you know that's god's timing what do you think your lives would look like you know taking what all the experiences that you've had out there with the simplicity of life how would you bring that back yeah Our we, lives have we been, talk about like, that a lot our lives I yeah. think, have been forever as they should be but they have been forever transformed by being definitely there yeah but that's that is it is it something we talk about a lot because um because we what we were doing we were becoming so established in and, and we enjoyed it you know but it was lacking that joy yeah. that we have now found it being yeah energy. yeah but the and we we're you know we we're moving forward and those jobs that we were doing are and the people we we're working with are still um like missing us and still hoping that we um come back and so we want to but then we're like if we've we've just gotten to the mission field and and say we come back full-time after this next year it's like we can't just jump back into what we were doing full-time and ignore and ignore the, yeah like you're saying what yeah. we just what we just did and what we just were a part of and all of that that passion that that the lord built up in us about missions and about spreading his his gospel so it's like we don't know how it would fit into our lives but that's what we talk about is like how can we, you know, do work and do or use what the Lord has blessed us with, with the talents and, and gifts that he's blessed us with, but still spread his word and, and yeah. further his kingdom, but do it here. Yeah. How do we take what we've learned and even models yeah. of what we've learned in PNG and apply that here? Because there are lessons to be learned from PNG, you know, on both sides, even from America to PNG. Yeah. But it's it, it's such a... Uh, hard conversation that we we have because it's like you can go to png and you could do construction and you could do teaching 
and you could live in a in a house you know like we're saying that's bigger than what we live in here (laughs) and do it come and do it comfortably right and and be able to do it but and do and do it with the the lord in, in focus and do it for the lord but if you wanted to come back and do that you 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 essentially can't because you would we're getting supported right we're getting we're getting funded by the the our community and our fellow believers and but that would stop if you came here and so not saying that it has to do with the money but no no but but you have to come back and work something that we have to acknowledge is that if you want to do mission oriented type of work you still have to make a a living to be able to to afford to live in this in this state or in this country at all so it's like that's what we talk about is like how would that work how what would we do you know how can we um focus on outreach and and things that we're passionate about here that that is affecting god's kingdom here but then still be able to raise a family and and live where we live so that's we that's have, definitely the side of like those marriage conversations that we were saying that make us really think like wow yeah, yeah. like you hear other couples share like you need to think about how you want to raise your kids and how you want to like xyz save money blah blah blah. like for us i think it's like okay if having a family means and then being here and meaning we're doing it all in america it's like but how does like missions work into this because i feel like because it has to yeah it has to and i feel like once you <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, you know, our, we're meant to go and make disciples, and that looks different for all of us, but I feel like, especially coming off of the mission field, and, like, you can't ignore that, you know, and I'm sure people do, but for us, I, I think in our personalities, we've now seen this other side that is going to be so hard to just go back to life normally, even in the month we've been home. And Yeah, like, jumping back into a an eight-hour workday. Oh, it and would feel a, wrong. Be so. like, what? it's going to continue to be something i think we wrestle with until we're face to face with it and then it's like okay yeah how do we how do we find this balance and and work and do ministry and yeah i don't know yeah so to answer your question we have no idea (laughs) (laughs) there's some idea but not really but yeah you can't you really can't ignore that because that's such a big change in your life and so much yeah and i think it'll change the way that we like raise a family and even yeah. just think through things or how do we have a home that and all the gadgets like we were saying yeah, like, yeah. maybe we'll just have a bush knife and <laughs> i don't know and just a, a spoon in a bowl and that's all that's we it eat yeah like, you go i don't know there's like those funny things where i'm like hey we you know we're learning these even quirky cultural things that can totally transform yeah. you know yeah the rest of our lives definitely but, um yeah we just can't ignore yeah this. we'll see it's been such an impactful part of our lives whether we go back for years and years to come or two years and we're done like this will be a time of our lives that i think we'll always continue to glean different things from so it's been a long podcast but um (laughs) uh what advice or what exhortation or what would you say as a closer to the person listening you know it could be any advice it could be something that you've learned just anything that you want to leave with the listener i know mine go ahead okay i think this was something that we shared actually uh in one of our student ministries at church before we left and i think it's still true now is that don't underestimate like what the lord can do with you Mm -hmm. and your age and like 
nothing. Like, just don't underestimate what he can do through you and in you. Because if you would have asked us in high school if we would be in Papua New Guinea serving, I would have said yes. I think that would be true for me. And I think you would have been like, I don't really know if that's what I want to do. And to see the way the Lord's worked in our hearts and changed us and our passions and merged those things together. Like, like God has something so much cooler for each of us than we even know and can do so many cool things through us. But I think we underestimate what he can do or just think that we're not good enough to do those things or get in our heads about it. And it's just so amazing to see. And that's a a testament for sure in our lives like what he can do and in his unique timing and um yeah and part of that is just we are all gifted in so many different ways and I like to describe it as pizza slices and like each pizza slice has different toppings on it and like we all can come together and be a whole pizza but like all of the different slices can have their different toppings and our toppings are our gifts and it's like a really weird description but it's just the picture in my head that like we make up the body of Christ together and and but he's gifted us so differently because that's what makes us be able to work as the body if we were all the same person with the same giftings then the kingdom wouldn't be the same and you know there for me and or for us even going into the mission field recognizing like we don't necessarily feel gifted in language, translation, and church plant work, but we get to be on a different side of it using the specific gifts that God's given us to still serve him in his kingdom and in mission work. So I think it's really cool just to be able to assess yourself and realize, don't compare yourself to somebody else and think, hey, why don't I have that gift? Why am I not good at that? I want to do that thing or whatever look at it like what things in my life what opportunities has God set before me and how can I use the specific gifts he's given me to bless him and further his kingdom um that'll take you a lot of more places than comparing yourself to to others Mm -hmm. dang okay (laughs) that was really good thank you um I don't think I have anything that would be super different or, or anything to that would you know really add to that but I was just thinking while you were saying that just whether it's going into missions whether it's it's just working in general is whatever the lord has set before you and whatever skills the lord has given you and whatever you feel the direction the lord is taking you you need and uh should work your hardest at it and um like if even if you are passionate about missions and want to seek that out still work hard in in the the field or in the in schooling or wherever it is that you are now work hard in that because it'll help you even if it doesn't feel like it's directly affecting what maybe you are yeah. passionate about going no into the, yeah we had no idea so <laughs> it, it's it's um honoring to the lord and will please him if if you pour yourself into and work hard at at, at what he puts before you um here and now and then it will it will affect even if it doesn't seem like it what the future has um whether whether or not what you're doing now even continues on to the future it's just it's more like it's a stepping stone stone and and a building block to your um lessons to be learned yeah. yeah 
really good too <laughs> thank you guys so much for being on the podcast oh, this has you. been really fun i've yeah. really enjoyed it yeah this has been great yeah yeah thank <laughs> sorry you for... we talked a lot no, but it's, it's a blessing and i hope that it's a blessing for the listeners as well yeah.